Unforgiveness is a prison, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. The Issues Etc. Book of the Month for January will help you break out of the unforgiveness in your own life. It's titled, Unforgivable? How God's Forgiveness Transforms Our Lives. This new book is published by Concordia Publishing House. Their phone number, 1-800-325-3040. Or learn more about Unforgivable at issuesetc.org. Unforgivable, How God's Forgiveness Transforms Our Lives, The Issues Etc. Book of the Month. Now pay close attention, little children. It's somebody you ought to know. Yeah, it's all about a man that walked on earth nearly 2,000 years ago. Well, he healed the sick and What a surprise it must have been for King Nebuchadnezzar. He gives an edict about worshiping his idol. Three men refuse, and according to his edict, he has them thrown into the fiery furnace. They should have died right then and there, like the men who led them up to the furnace did. But when the king looks inside, what does he see? He sees that the men aren't dead, and he sees that there aren't three, but four. Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. It's time to teach a Sunday school lesson today, The Three Men in the Fiery Furnace in Daniel chapter 3. Pastor Tom Baker is our guest, host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. Tom, welcome back. Uh, Thank you. How did Daniel and his friends come to be in Babylon in the first place? Yes, this is described in Daniel chapter 1, that in the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And he was allowed to conquer not only the king of Judah, but also the vessels of the house of the Lord God, namely from the temple. And he took them all to the land of Shinar, to the house of his God, and placed them there. But then he asked that there be some people who were well-educated to be brought also into captivity. And for three years, they were to stand before the king. Among these were Daniel, and then Hananiah, Mishael, and Asaria of the tribe of Judah. Those were their Hebrew names. And then they were finally given the names Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these were friends of Daniel and were put by the king to be educated to help him control those that he had brought from the captivity. Who was King Nebuchadnezzar? King Nebuchadnezzar was king of Babylon, and he had already kind of defeated many people, and he was attacking Jerusalem, and of course, he was very successful in that, and he took many people into captivity, and the people in captivity, well, they lived in Babylon, they were fed by the king, taken care of, and it wasn't for many years later that another king allowed them to return to Judah to rebuild the temple as best as they were able to 
and to worship as they should. So King Nebuchadnezzar was the person who was very important because his dreams were interpreted by Daniel, and he put Daniel in a very high place. What did Nebuchadnezzar give by way of a command in this chapter? In chapter 3, he built a golden image, and it was really quite high. In fact, it is said that it was one to be worshipped. He set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon, and he sent to gather all of his leaders. There were satraps, perfects, governors, counselors, treasurers, justices, and all the officials of the provinces. And he ordered them to come to the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And when they arrived, the herald proclaimed, You are commanded, O people, nations, and languages, that when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyra, trigon, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music, you are to fall down and worship the golden image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And then the herald continued, whoever does not fall down and worship shall immediately be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. And so all the people that came, his leaders, did fall down and worship the image. Why did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego refuse to obey the king's command? They refused to obey the command because the God of Israel was the one to be worshipped. And by bowing down to this image, it kind of reminds us when the Israelites made the golden calf and bowed down before it because Moses took a long time returning down from the mountain. And of course, many of them disappeared in an earthquake because of their idolatry. This is very similar. This was idolatrous, and therefore they were unable to fall down, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were unable to fall down before this image, this golden image, and worship it because it was not the true God. It would be a form of idolatry and definitely a breaking of the first commandment as well as other commandments. How did the king respond when they refused to obey his order? Well, certain Chaldeans came forward and it says maliciously accused the Jews, declared to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. You, O king, made a decree 
that every man who hears the sound of the horn, etc., they shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. Well, guess what? There are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the fairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, pay no attention to you. They do not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. So Nebuchadnezzar was very furious, and he commanded that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought to him. So they brought these men before the king, and he looked at them and said to them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods? or worship the golden image that I have set up? And they answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If this be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand. But if not, in other words, if they die in the fiery furnace, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. So how did God deliver Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Well, Nebuchadnezzar was so filled with fury that he changed his face against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and he ordered the furnace heated seven times more than it was usually heated. And he ordered some of his mighty men of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. So they were bound and with their garments, they were thrown into the burning, fiery furnace. And because the king's command was urgent and the fire was overheated, guess what? The flame of the fire killed those men who had taken Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and thrown them into the burning, fiery furnace and they themselves were burned. Well, King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up in haste and declared to his counselors, did we not cast three men into the fire? They answered and said to the king, true, O king. He answered and said to them, but I see four men unbound, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. 
Pastor Tom Baker is our guest. We're teaching a Sunday school lesson on the three men in the fiery furnace in Daniel chapter 3. So who was that fourth man? We'll answer that next. that I see is like the Son of God. They wouldn't bend, held on to the will of God. So we are told, would not bow, they would not bow their knees to the idols made of gold. Would not burn, they were protected by the fourth man in the fire. They wouldn't bend, wouldn't bow, they wouldn't burn. What does it mean to inwardly digest God's Word? Find out in Pastor Will Whedon's column in the latest Issues Etc. journal. We'll send it to you for free. Just click the red journal subscription button in the right-hand column at issuesetc.org. In the Wittenberg Trail feature, Dr. John Warwick Montgomery tells his story of finding confessional Lutheranism to be the most scripturally faithful theology. The free online Issues Etc. journal, issuesetc.org. With the oldest deaconess program of the LCMS, Concordia University Chicago has fully certified young women for the deaconess vocation for more than 40 years. I'm Deaconess Kristen Wasilak, Program Director for Deaconess Studies. Help us identify the next generation of servants to care for souls, engage our communities in mercy, and teach God's Word. Learn more about Concordia Chicago's deaconess program today at cuchicago.edu. cuchicago.edu. Sanctifying your commute with the Word of God. You're listening to Issues Etc. This is Pastor Matthew Harrison, President of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. The LCMS operates the second largest parochial school system in the United States. What can you expect from a Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod school? There's one race, the human race. And Jesus died for the sins of every man, woman, and child from every land and every nation. Life begins at conception, all life is precious from womb to tomb, and every student, parent, and teacher is created in the very image of God. There's right and wrong, and we know which is which from the Ten Commandments. There are only two sexes, male and female, He created them. Marriage is the lifelong union of one man and one woman. There's such a thing as objective, absolute truth, and it's found in the person and work of Jesus Christ and His Word. To find a Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod school near you, visit lcms.org schools. Welcome back. I'm Todd Wilkin. This is Issues Etc. We're teaching a Sunday school lesson with Pastor Tom Baker of Law and Gospel on the Three Men in the Fiery Furnace in Daniel chapter 3. Tom, who was the fourth man in that furnace with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Yes, even though three men were put into the furnace, the fourth man is none other than the angel of the Lord, Jesus Christ. And this is very important for the students to understand that Jesus is also with them in every trial that Satan will throw at them while they are here on earth. Because finally, Jesus Christ will also deliver them from eternal death as he did with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. In this case, they were still alive. 
And the children need to understand that even if they were to die, guess what? They would still be alive in God's sight. Be with Jesus in heaven until the day of judgment when their bodies would be restored to their spirits. But in this case, there are many things that the children can think of that God is with them. One of the exercises that is done by the Sunday School material, Enduring Faith, is that they would sit in a circle and then they would have this going on. They would put down on a piece of paper, if I go blank, God is with me. And then each student would get to roll the paper after they wrote down what the blank would be. If I go to school, God is with me. If I go home, God is with me. And time and time again, it would be a reminder to them that no matter where they are, with whom they are, God is always with them. That is the main point of this Sunday School lesson, so that they will learn to trust in the words of God. And therefore, each student, they roll up the paper, put the place where God is with them as a reminder that even if they're in a fiery furnace, God is with them and will deliver them. If not the way he did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he will, as he did all believers who die in the Lord and are taken immediately into heaven. So when the king saw that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were unharmed, what did he do? Well, this was really interesting. He had just finished creating a golden image to worship. And when he saw that even the hair of their heads was not singed when the three of them came out of the fiery furnace, their cloaks were not harmed. In fact, they had no smell of fire upon them. Nebuchadnezzar responded, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him and set aside the king's command and yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship any other god except their own. Therefore, Nebuchadnezzar made a decree. Any people, nation, or language that speaks against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they shall be punished and put to death and their houses laid in ruins. For there is no other God 
who is able to rescue in this way. And then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon to help him rule over the people that he had captured. Finally, what's the long gospel of this lesson? The law for each student is we often choose what makes the world, my flesh, and the devil happy. That means we sin against Almighty God. And the law accuses us of that. It's like a mirror that shows who we really are. And when that occurs, then the ministry of John the baptizer becomes important and repentance hopefully will occur. For the gospel is, as the children can trust it, through word and sacrament, God sustains me in my troubles and assures me of life with him forever. And so nothing that the devil, the world, and the flesh can do to separate me from God's love and my assurance of a heavenly home in eternal life. Pastor Tom Baker hosts a radio show called Long Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, thanks. Thank you. Wednesday on Issues Etc., we'll look forward to the baptism of our Lord according to the one-year lectionary with Pastor Will Whedon of The Word of the Lord Endures Forever and its media coverage of religion with journalist Terry Mattingly. Just as Christ before his incarnation was there with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, where they certainly should have died according to the king's edict, but he preserved them from death so in the same way. He is with us in his body and blood, preserving us from death, ultimately, when we do die, bringing us with him into his resurrection. I'm Todd Wilkin. I'll talk with you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Issues Etc. Listen weekday afternoons to Pastor Todd Wilkin and guests on Issues Etc. Issues Etc. is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is vital for the continuation and expansion of this worldwide outreach. Our mailing address, Issues Etc., P.O. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. You can also donate at our website, IssuesETC.org. Issues Etc. is a production of LPR, Lutheran Public Radio.